Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! We'll start here with what was really a very good four days uh, for baseball. They had a good all-star game. Now, listen, uh, did I watch it? No. That carefully? No. I mean, I watched it, added on. Was I on top of every pitch? No. Uh, but, I, you know, I sort of had to see the catches in the first inning. Obviously, a couple of the home runs. The replay official on a foul ball that Guriel hit. Uh, I obviously uh, watched a good part of that. Saw the ninth inning with Kimber with one with one Rodriguez. So I mean, I saw Julio Rodriguez. So I saw what I had to see as far as the game was concerned, and I got a few thoughts about it as we start the program off. And uh, it was again, it was a nice week for baseball. The draft, though, obviously everybody taking pages out of the NFL's book with these drafts, uh, that had some nice texture to it. Moving everything to the All Star Weekend draft, and uh, you know, and all the other subsidiary elements that they do is a brilliant move makes it a four-day thing where they get really away from the all-star games the all-star game can't carry it by itself you got to make it a big weekend for baseball you bring other aspects of the sport into play and in this case it's the futures game and it's the home run derby a little fun for espn and now of course you bring the draft in and you have a big draft day out there and uh the All-Star City, and I think uh, coupled with the game uh, at least keeps everybody moving for three or four days. I mean, the game is not what it used to be. It never will be again. I think we all know that. The separation of powers, the fact that nobody really cares that much about American League or National League dominance. For instance, I had no idea that the American League was on such a great run in these All-Star games. You know, back 30 years, 40 years ago, I could tell you every single All-Star game, and the NL had owned the American League for a long period of time, and I could tell you everything you needed to know about those games uh, you know now I could care less how many in a row the American League or National League has won it's just not significant uh, so uh, you know baseball has moved away from the league versus league thing uh, at the all-star game and they have tried to you know basically compensate for that with putting something on the game as far as home field advantage is concerned that was waved off too so you know it's tricky form to make the game the payoff and again the only uh, scenario where you know you got this big convention of activity that will pay off properly with the game is the Super Bowl with the football the the NBA all-star game I talked about this yesterday the payoff is not worth it you're there for three days and the payoff is an all-star game that nobody cares about nobody plays deep defense there's no interest in the game it's on it's Sunday night it's over at midnight who cares uh, the NHL same thing nobody's that wrapped up in that and baseball is going in that direction too and uh, you know I'm not sure if they can ever you know put Genie back in the bottle but for one night at least I thought the game you know the players were into it I mean I don't know if I need to hear Nathan Ovaldi talking to Joel Davis uh, you know when he's about to make a delivery to the plate or Josh Hader doing the same thing but you know we heard a lot from uh, Carol the young player from the Diamondbacks free and bets. I mean, they were like Derek, Derek Cole before the game. There was a lot of chatter as the players were somewhat accommodating to the TV cameras and the microphones trying to put a little pizzazz in this game. But in, the, in actuality, uh, the players don't say much. It's the game. If there's a little energy in the game and there's a little, uh, you know, uh, effort to win, that is most significant. And last night in the bottom of the ninth inning when Kibble, you know, who would worry the hell out of me if I was a Philly fan. And I was actually surprised that uh, that Robbie Thompson, you know, basically set up his whole bullpen so Kimbrell could close. I know he is his closer, 
but that surprised me. And Kimball, as is often his way, walked a tightrope with the two walks, but he got out of the inning with the big strikeout uh, of Ramirez, and the uh, NL won the game off that home run by the Rocky in the eighth inning, 3-2. And that would worry me a little bit if I was an Oriole fan. I have said this before. He's got a lot of Benitez in him. I would be worried about Batista in a big game. Uh, and, and I've told you that now for a bit. And he's the one, I believe, who gave up that two and homer. I was bouncing around at times during the contest with the tennis, which I had not seen in the daytime, which was on the tennis channel, Shiantek losing. Uh, so, I mean, I was bouncing around, but I would be very concerned about Batista in big spots. And I have told you that in the past. So uh, that is nothing that will be that surprising. But the two closers in the game, uh, you know, Kimball always worries me, never gets a big out. And obviously, Batista does have a little bit of beneath. Nitez in him, uh, eighth inning home run and away you go. But good defense early in the game. Garcia made a couple of nice plays. The Cuban rocking out left made a couple of nice plays. You know, a lot of work for Joe Davis. He had a lot of people to interview, so there you go there. Crowd was into it, serenading Otani. You know, uh, please come to Seattle. Uh, you know, the whole deal with him in the offseason. I think Seattle would be at least in play for Otani. I believe he will stay in the West Coast. Uh, Seattle's a team that is on the come has pitching I wouldn't completely good ballpark I wouldn't completely rule it out but I think the I think the Dodgers are, are, are the prohibitive favorites I think the Giants are sneaky and I could see that with them down the road Otani in Oracle that would not shock me but the Dodgers are the big favorites I think maybe Seattle will be third I don't think the Mets uh, I just don't think he's coming east I, I really don't and I understand that Cohen is going to be not outspent by anybody but I don't think Otani, he didn't want to come east the first time, and the Yankees wanted him in the worst way. So I don't think he's coming east again. Uh, so from that standpoint, I do think it's going to be uh, Dodgers, Giants. You know, I guess you can put the Angels in the mix in Seattle. San Diego's got too many other guys. That's not going to happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, Seattle's fan base was into it. It's a good baseball town. They haven't won forever. I mean, they're all better than they were recently with two postseason, or I should say, two 90-win seasons, and then, of course, a postseason appearance last year. The one thing I didn't like about the All-Star game, and I understand it's all about marketing, but this is asinine with the uniforms. I mean, this is absolutely asinine, and I know the owners want to make every buck and that is the decree for Manford. Figure out to make us more money. Read Amazon. Read Peacock. Uh, and this is the same thing. Uh, why you take the uniform away from the hometown team with the existing All-Stars, I have no idea. I couldn't tell half the time which team was which with the green and black uniforms. You barely could distinguish the cap. Uh, I know it's the third year they've used these uniforms. I haven't paid attention too much to really care that much on uh, what kind of uniform it is. But I did pay attention to it last night and this is silly with these uniforms i mean uh, I, you know first off nobody cares about the american league national league anyway that's the first thing so to have your roster one wear the american league uniform the green and then the other wear the black uniform representing the nl where nobody really cares about nl or al as it is doesn't make any difference i mean nobody cares it's a balanced schedule everybody plays everybody is interleague so i mean it's not like we're all wrapped up and you know this is not uh, henry aaron willie mays roberto clemente against the american league 
league back in the early 70s. I mean, I'm sorry. This is not Rose and Ray Fossey. So the idea that we are not allowed to have the players represent their ball clubs with their local uniform, that to me is stupid. And it's all about marketing. It's got nothing to do with anything else. It's about marketing. It's more jerseys to sell in the team stores. Uh, it's all about making an extra couple of dollars. That's all that's about. And I think that's asinine. I mean, I, I know you're going to call me an old fogey. Is it that big a deal? No. But I mean, I would think you'd allow the players to wear the uniform of their existing team. I mean, look at the Rockies, who have never had an MVP of an All-Star game. They got the kid out there who hits the home in the eighth inning. He's wearing a black National League uniform with a barely discernible Colorado Rocky cap. I mean, it's, it, it, that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, a Rocky fan, a young kid watching that, seeing a kid in the Rocky uniform who wins the All-Star MVP, maybe that means something down the road to that kid. He goes to a ball game. He develops uh, a little Rocky love. Shows up at the park 20 years from now with his kids. I mean, I just, uh, I, that to me makes no sense whatsoever. And that's just, again, that's baseball looking to get every nickel they can as far as the marketing aspect is concerned. And that's the one negative that I had as far as the four days are concerned. I had a good four days. Nobody's sitting there saying, that the baseball did not have a good four days. But that aspect of it with the uniforms being generic, ugly, and so it can sell in the team stores, that I don't understand. That drives you crazy. That's taking it too far. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.